Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mapscaping Podcast. My name is Daniel and this is a podcast for the geospatial community. Now, at about this time on the show, I normally introduce a guest and I, I do my best anyway to tell you a little bit about what we're going to be talking about and then we jump into the conversation. But that's not what's going to happen today. This is going to be a little bit different. Today, I would like to take a few minutes just to introduce myself, tell you a little bit about my story, how I got involved in the geospatial industry, maybe why I started the podcast, the things I've learned along the way, and yeah, and, and, and at the end of the show, I just have a few sort of housekeeping messages I'd like to share with you. So if you've been following along for the last few episodes, or even from the start for that matter, you might have noticed one or more of three things. Firstly, I have an accent. It sounds like I know a little bit about geospatial or I have a geospatial background. And I am also clearly new to podcasting. So I thought I'd start with those three things there and sort of give you a little bit of a, a background about my story, where I come from and why I'm doing this. Okay, so let's start with my accent. I come from New Zealand. I can prove that New Zealand exists, even though it doesn't always appear on every world map. It's my home. It's where I come from. It exists. Trust me on this. So I was born and raised in New Zealand. I went to high school and after high school I actually studied to be an outdoor guide and what this meant was it was a two-year education in rock climbing, kayaking and in New Zealand what we call tramping. Okay, Other people might know this as hiking and the idea was to produce confident outdoor leaders that could take other people on adventures in the outdoors. I loved working in the outdoors, I loved being a guide. I ended up working on the Franz Josef Glacier on the west coast of the South Island of New Zealand for, for many years actually, on and off. I've traveled the world. I worked as a, a guide in Canada for several seasons in Whistler, BC. And when I wasn't working as an outdoor guide, I spent every minute climbing on rocks. I was completely obsessed with rock climbing, and I traveled the world for, for six years climbing on rocks. At the end of the six years, I was 27 and I was tired. I was living in Germany at the time. I went back to New Zealand and decided that it was time to make something of myself. It was time to get a career and it was time to get a proper education. I started at the University of Canterbury in Christchurch, New Zealand and decided to get a master's degree in geography. I was really interested in human geography and the way people and cultures interact with each other and to the and with the environment, but I was fascinated by physical geography, and it wasn't very long into my degree that I discovered GIS. I still remember my first semester studying GIS or learning GIS, and I hated it. I hated every second of it. I didn't understand it. I, it was too much. It was complicated, and it was difficult. It wasn't until it came time to study for the final exam that I actually spent time in learning it, in understanding it, and I enjoyed it, and I could see the potential in it. So I took every course I could in GIS and remote sensing. When I wasn't learning about GIS or remote sensing myself, I was helping out in the computer labs, teaching other people and helping them through the, through the exercises that they needed to, to do for their semester. Now this, this opened up a lot of opportunities for me. I ended up getting several scholarships and a, um, a job at a geospatial research center. So five years later, I was finished with my master's, and by that time, I had met and married my wife, and we decided to move to, to Denmark. 
So now I've been living in Denmark for about for about nine years now, and I've had several different jobs, all within the geospatial industry, as a consultant, as a specialist, doing different things, but all focused on, on GIS and geospatial. So that's my background, that's how I got here. So if we think now in terms of podcasting, why am I podcasting? I'm podcasting because... Firstly, I really enjoy thinking about these things. I think uh, thinking about the geospatial industry, where it's going, learning about the, the new technologies out there and what people are using them for and their use cases. I think it's fascinating. And I love podcasts. I listen to a lot myself. And I think it's amazing that you can just be sort of spoon-fed this information while, while you're doing other things, you know, while you're driving to work in the morning. If I had a dog, I could listen to podcasts while I'm walking my dog. I just think they're an incredible medium, a way of delivering information to people. Okay, so, so now we've kind of talked about those three things. The reason I have an accent is because I come from New Zealand. I have a master's in geography with a, a really strong focus on GIS and remote sensing. I have nine years experience in the industry working here in Denmark. And I started podcasting because I love podcasting and I'm fascinated by this industry. Okay, so the other thing I really wanted to talk about was what I've learned along the way. Now, I've had access to a lot of really smart people doing lots of clever things. And it's been really interesting to get their views and perspectives on geospatial, you know, where it's going, what, what's happening out there, and what, what we can expect to see in the future. So I just want to take the time now to sort of list off a few things that, that I personally have learnt along the way. Now bear in mind these are just my opinions, but I'd like to share them with you anyway. Okay, so I've got two things that really stand out for me after doing these interviews, after talking to these people. And the first one is how fragmented the geospatial industry has become. Now, some people see this as a good thing and some people see this as a bad thing. And when I talk about fragmentation, I, I think about all those companies out there that are becoming more and more specialized, more and more focused, and are solving really different problems. And we're, we're sort of moving away from those two or three or four really big players to a whole bunch of small players that are really innovative in their field and are solving things in a whole new way. But they're only doing one or two things. They're very specialized. And that's in terms of the, if we think about the companies, the actors in the industry, but also in terms of that, that role, that uh, geospatial specialist Okay, and you could, uh, and and I tend to think of that kind of role as almost like a gatekeeper, and it was like a one-size-fits-all role, and there was an ex expectation, at least in my opinion, of people that had that role to do so many different things. They needed to maintain the spatial database, they needed to process the data, run the analysis, and also produce amazing cartographic output and communicate ideas. So for me, that 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 was that one-size-fits-all role, and I see that as also being fragmented and I see that as as an opportunity and when I think about this as an opportunity I think about if you're just starting out in the industry or if you've been in the industry for a long time you have an opportunity to focus on something that you're really good at or you're really interested in because there is a need for that geospatial communicator there is a need for that person that is amazing at producing cartographic output we need people that understand data that can process large amounts of it we need people that maintain databases now again some people will see this this kind of fragmentation that this opportunity to specialize in a certain field as as a threat some people will see it as an erosion of that gis gatekeeper that geospatial specialist but again 
for me this is an opportunity there is a lot of potential here and I I'm really excited about it. I don't think you, you you no longer need to to be a specialist programmer and a database expert and a cartographer. You can be one of those things if if you want, or you can be all of them. I think there, there's a lot of room in the, this this industry, and the idea that the G, that GIS as that that GIS is dead, I, I simply don't buy that. It's just changed. Okay, so that was my rant on the first thing, <laughs> on the what what I see as being the fragmentation of of the geospatial industry and the and it, definitely in my eyes that there's a lot of potential there. Okay, so the other thing I've noticed when I've talked to people in the industry is that when I ask them, hey, what does the future look like? Where are we going with, with geospatial? What we what can we expect from from mapping in the future, and what's going to be important? Overwhelmingly, the answer is more. We're going to see more maps. We're going to see more geospatial. We're going to need more of this. And I think that's because we're collecting more and more data. That that, that great uh, statistic that says that 80% of all data has a geospatial component. Yeah, well, I think we're only going to collect more data in the future. And sure, access to that data is going to become easier and easier. And we're moving away from that those gatekeepers that that were the only ones that could access this data to everyone will be able to do it but also i think that there's a huge opportunity here i think that with access to data becoming easier and easier and better and better tools becoming available so people can work with this data i think we're going to see a whole bunch of new people showing up and solving interesting geospatial problems and i don't think these people are necessarily going to have that traditional background in in geography or gis or remote sensing i think they're they're just going to show up and they're going to say hey i've got an interesting problem they're going to access the data and they're going to do it and they're going to do it in a way that those of us that have been in the industry for a while might not have seen or thought about before and i think it's gonna it's gonna be a really interesting time Okay, so that was my little rant about the, the couple of things that, that I've learned along the way throughout this process of, of interviewing people and publishing these podcasts. Now I want to move on to a, to a few housekeeping messages that, that I would like to share with you. Firstly, I'll be taking a break from, from publishing podcasts for the next couple of weeks because it's holiday time here in Denmark, so me and my family, we're going to be on holiday for the next few weeks and therefore I will not be publishing podcasts. But I will be back and I have a whole bunch of great guests lined up, and I've actually recorded a few episodes, so I will continue doing this. Secondly, I just want to, I really want to say thanks. This has been a really incredible process for me, a really, really interesting journey, you know, meeting these people, publishing these interviews, and learning all the, all the technical stuff around producing a podcast, and I really appreciate your feedback and your comments, and also want to remind you that you are, if you haven't done already, you are more than welcome to reach out to me on social media, that's at Mapscaping at Facebook and Twitter, and Map underscore View on Instagram. And the last item on my housekeeping list, that is just to remind you that I would really appreciate it if you would share this podcast. If you know someone who, who might enjoy this kind of content, it would be much appreciated if you would share this with them. And also, if you if you have any companies or any suggestions as to who I might interview in the future, I would also really appreciate that. So that's it from me for the next few weeks. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this. I really appreciate it. And if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, enjoy the summer. 
If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, I hope the winter isn't too hard, and I will be back in a a couple of weeks' time with more great content. See you then. Bye.